Hey, everybody. Welcome to the A to Z English podcast, a bonus episode. These are called Jack Chats. These are opportunities for me to talk directly to you, the listener. During Jack Chats, I often read listener emails. I also read messages from our WhatsApp group. But today, I have a special episode for you. I want you to, if you remember, I want you to think about the name episode, the episode of the A to Z English podcast titled, Do You Like Your Name? That was one of our quick chats. In the episode, I talked about how, I talked about how my name, how I was named after my grandfather's nickname. So my grandfather's name was John. However, no one called him John. Everybody called him Jack. So his nickname was Jack. When I was born, my parents gave me his nickname. So my real name, my actual name is Jack. So I don't have a nickname. No one, no one uses a nickname for me. Everyone just calls me Jack. That's my given name. But a lot of people are named you know, John and people call them Jack or people might be called Stephen might be their full name, but everyone calls them Steve. Um, Richard, people often call people named Richard. They'll call, uh, call that person Dick. Um, there are a lot of different, a lot of nicknames um, in English. And so Jack is a nickname for John. And I have a story, but the story is not about my grandpa, Jack. My story is about my great-grandmother, Olive. And this happened, wow, maybe in in the 1800s? And I'm not sure when this uh, occurred. No, 1884. This article is from a newspaper in 1884. This is this is the story of my great my great grandmother. Yeah, my great grandmother. She was born she was born in 1874. But this is this article is from 1884 and it was in the newspaper and I'm going to read it for you. I will also put this put this article in on our website so you can see a picture of my my great-grandmother and my grandfather when he was a boy. And you can also read this article if you want to. So the article reads, Displayed great nerve. A little six-year-old's presence of mind saved her life. Okay, and this is from um, in America in an area called uh, near Detroit. So in Michigan, that's where it's from, the Kind of near Minnesota, not that far from Minnesota. East Tawas, April 10th. Olive Jones, that's my great-grandmother, Olive Jones, six-year-old daughter of Charles Jones. So Charles Jones was her father. So my great-grandmother was six years old when this happened. Residing at Prescott while crossing the track of the Detroit Bay City and Alpena Railroad at the road crossing at Prescott caught her foot 
between the planking and rail. Okay, so let me I'll explain this. This is a very old English, right? So it's it might be hard to understand. When my great-grandmother was six years old, she was crossing a railroad and her foot got stuck between the planking and the rail. So the planking is like the cross pieces, the wood part of the of the uh of the railroad, the train tracks. And the rail is the 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 long parallel metal parts of the railroad track or the train track. And so she got her foot stuck in there. She saw the train coming and her brother, a young man, running towards her to help her, but he did not arrive in time. The train did not slack down and her foot was mangled necessitating amputation just above the ankle after she was brought here. So this is a crazy story. This true story is in the newspaper. My great grandmother got her leg stuck in the train track. The train did not slow down. It ran over her foot and the doctors had to cut off her foot. And this is in 1884. Six-year-old girl, 1884. I don't think medicine was the same as it is today with, you know, pain medication and things like that. So now this is the this is the the crazy part of the story is my my great grandmother was really tough. We say in English, tough as nails. Nails are metal, you know what a nail is, you know, when you hammer a nail into a board. Um, it's a very strong tool. And we say people who are really strong are tough as nails. It's a good simile. Here we go. The remarkable presence of mind shown by so young a child is not often found. She said she saw she could not get her foot out before the train could get to her. And she did not want to have her head cut off or get cut in two. So she got her other foot off the track and leaned away over as, so as to lot them out off only one foot. So my great-grandmother, six years old, didn't want the train to smash into her and kill her. So she leaned her body away from the train. Only her foot stayed under the train. And so only her foot got cut off. It did not cut off, you know, it didn't hit her head. It didn't hit her body. It only hit her foot. After the first wheels passed over, she got the foot partway out. And then she said she pulled it clear out after the second wheel passed over which was easy as the foot was literally a pulp. The child did not faint and being young and healthy will get along nicely. So she didn't faint. She didn't pass out. She, the train cut her foot off and they brought her to the doctor. The doctor chopped off the foot and she recovered 
and she lived her life with a a wooden a wooden leg and uh that's my the story of my great grandmother olive jones pretty amazing right i just man back in the old days people were tough even children were so tough you know and uh it's a very it's a remarkable story and i'll put the story up on our website so you can you can read it yourself if you're interested and you can see a picture of my grandfather when he was young and you can tell me if you think i look like my grandfather or not some people say i do some people say i don't i'm not sure but uh i'll leave it up to you all right everybody thanks for listening to this special episode of jack chats and i'll be back with another one soon where i read your listener emails bye bye <laughs>